Right now, Donald Trump's son Eric is on the stand in the civil fraud trial in New York. He's testifying after his brother, Don Jr., finished his testimony. Both men are executive vice presidents of the Trump Organization and co-defendants in this trial. And earlier today, Don Jr. repeatedly said he relied on his accountants and was not involved with the preparations of financial statements for his father. Take a look at him leaving court today. Before even having a day in court, I'm apparently guilty uh, of fraud for relying on my accountants to do, wait for it, accounting. I mean, think about that. What, what does that do for literally any other business? And joining us now is Nick Ackerman. He's a former assistant U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York. Nick, thanks so much for being here with us. Uh, we just heard from Donald Trump Jr. He's repeatedly said that he relied on his accountants and was not involved with the preparations of these financial statements for his father. How do you expect the judge to read that, given that he also signed a statement as a trustee of the president's uh, revocable trust? I think the way the judge is going to read this is that Don Jr. is a liar. Uh, the fact of the matter is he not only signed off on the financial statements, he basically said um, that he had evaluated the adequacy of the services performed uh, by the accountants and lawyers. Uh, he also sent that same financial statement on um, to Deutsche Bank, um, and he said there, and I quote, presents fairly in all material respects the financial condition of the guarantor at the period presented. Now, the AG's office brought on evidence today that at the time, uh, Don Jr. had been contacted by Forbes magazine and told that there was a false statement on the financials respecting the size of his father's apartment, where the financials claimed it was 10,000 square feet, or 30,000 square feet, uh, when it was somewhat over 10,000 square feet and claimed an outrageous amount of money for the value of the apartment. Um, and Don Jr. never fixed that financial statement. Now, this has to be looked at in the context of where corporate uh, compliance has gone since the Enron scandal in 2001. Companies are now required, just as uh, Don Jr. did here, to certify the financials, certify the banks that, in fact, He's actually kicked the tires on what the accountants did. He had the obligation to sit down with the accountants, go over those numbers and explain to him where they got those numbers for. The fact that Don Jr. claimed yesterday that he has no idea what generally accepted accounting principles are just doesn't cut it. He had the obligation to go through those financials. Now, even though it's not a public company, he has still made those same representations that public companies have been required to make by their CEOs or CFOs post Enron. He failed that miserably, and to simply claim that it's the fault of the accountants or the fault of the lawyers is complete nonsense, particularly in light of the fact that accountants have already testified, that the lawyer, Michael Cohen, has already testified, that these numbers were all phony baloney. So this doesn't really get them very far, and I think the judge is going to hold all of this against him. And I'm assuming that Eric Trump, who has just gotten up on the stand, uh, is taking somewhat the same tact, if not asserting his Fifth Amendment 
um, against self-incrimination on the ground that a truthful answer would tend to incriminate him. Right, and that's what I wanted to ask you about because we are going to hear from Eric, and it sounds like you do think he's just going to rely on the same explanation, which is it was the accountants. That's right. It's the accountants did it. Um, I mean, the fact of the matter is the other accountant who certified these um, financials was Alan Weisselberg. And what happened with I Alan Weisselberg? He went to prison. He was fined a million dollars, including fines, penalties, etc. And what did the Trump organization do? They gave him as a severance a million dollars, matching up exactly what the fines and penalties were on the criminal case. If that's not a case of hush money payment, I don't know what is. And I'm sure the judge is going to take that into account in his final decision. All right, Nick Ackerman, thanks so much for your analysis here. Always nice to see you. We appreciate it.